Remember this, nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right, and they know what is right, but they don't have the courage or the guts or the stamina to take it and to do it. It's called the road less traveled. What imprint will you leave in the sands of history? What will future Americans say we did in our brief time right here on Earth? is 100% committed to eradicating human trafficking from the earth. This form of modern-day slavery here in the United States and all around the world. We are dismantling the criminal organizations that make large-scale human trafficking possible. We will not rest until we've stopped every last human trafficker and liberated every last survivor. replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. There is nothing the political establishment will not do, no lie that they won't tell, to hold their prestige and power at your expense. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself.
for too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Whether we are black or brown or white, we all bleed the same red blood of patriots. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. There should be no fear. We are protected, and we will be protected by God. Did we challenge accepted wisdom and take on established systems? I think I did, but we all did, and we're all doing it. Or did we just go along with convention, swim downstream so easily with the current, and just give in because it was the easy way, it was the traditional way, or it was the accepted way. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. And as long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come. I can promise you that. Is not which party controls our government, but whether our government is controlled by the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. The establishment protected itself, but not the citizens of our country. That all changes starting right here and right now. Assemble. We don't mess around. 
We don't waste time. Over here at his hard line. Let's go. from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Good day to all you ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior Christ Jesus at our side because he is the host with the most and he is the most high. Let's not forget it. He is in charge. He's in the captain's chair. He's at the helm. He's behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his heart line. Today is Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. You are listening to episode 627. We'll be doing a reading at a Job chapter 27. In the second half of the show, we'll be talking about truckers against trafficking and some of the red flags that you could spot, even though you're not a trucker, on what trafficking might look like. All right, for the daily disclaimer, I also want to clarify that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I'm definitely not one of those scumbags, and I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. And no, I don't have any allegiance to any foreign country, by the way, or dual citizenship, just might I add. And I do not have any political degree or had any involvement with any unconstitutional three-letter corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI. And while I am a member of the Michigan General General Assembly, that's right, eat your heart outs, reprobates, a good member in good standing among a few many others actually i am not the official face or voice of the national state or county assembly and i want to emphasize that i have no affiliation with other groups who try keyword try they're not successful but try to mimic the lawful assembly such as the american states assembly national liberty life force beacon 37 rusa and yes that 501c3 scumbag organization called tactical civics or any other organization outside the michigan model for that matter I also want to emphasize that I'm not involved in any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, or David Strait and Company. Furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence. Now, you come at my doorstep with it, it might be a little bit of a different story, but I'm not a party to any deep state cult or Freemasons, nor am I one of the many reprobative miscreants, criminals, 
who are actively trying to implode the general general assemblies. And please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this platform are solely my own and for educational purposes, unless otherwise referenced. So there you go. So good morning. Hope everybody is doing good. I initially was not going to be doing a live show today. I think I put it on the roster on my telegram that it was going to just be a podcast free Thursday, but you know, this week got really messed up with the snowstorm. It just kind of started with uh, Tuesday when we got that freak snowstorm, I was going to do a recording drop that day. And I ended up not doing one because again, I was uh, helping neighbors shovel 10 to 12 inches of wet, heavy snow. And then, um, you know, so then just everything, just the, everything got discombobulated this week, you know? So whether if it's God's will at hand working here or Satan trying to put stumbling blocks in front of me, either way we adapt. So that's the nice thing about, uh, being over here on his hard line and not relying on income or any type of revenue stream or, you know, making, you know, that's the nice, that's the beauty about being really independent over here. Right. And having my income stream come from an actual day job, because when things like this occur, I don't want to have to worry about the repercussions of, you know, sponsors and people, you know, who paid for commercials, you know, you promised me you'd play, you know, my commercial, this, 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 and this, you know, I don't have to worry about any of that. Um, so, but anyways, we're able to easily adapt, which is nice. So, uh, tonight might be a little light with the live audience, which not a big deal. Um, that's one of the joys about being able to download and hit replay. People can, you know, hit this on a download side and replay Look, I don't even listen to podcasts live. I'm not really a live kind of guy when it comes to listening to shows. Um, I much rather listen to stuff on my own accord. So, um, you know, but so because everything got discombobulated and Brock was not feeling well yesterday, I initially wasn't going to do a live show yesterday. Then I changed my mind and I ended up doing one anyways, but uh, earlier in the day because I just wanted to take the evening and enjoy the evening with my family because I only have today off Then I go back to work tomorrow. And then Saturday I'm off, but I have a lot of important pressing business to take care of on Saturday. And so I will not be doing a podcast on Saturday, which is the only reason why I'm doing a live today. Um, and then, uh, I should be back on the air Sunday evening. So, um, so there is all of that. Now also just want to just kind of little housekeeping. Don't forget. I do have a website, www.hishardline.com. Okay. I do have a give, send, go over there. I don't really promote that, but if you feel compelled and inclined to want to support my work that I'm doing over here, um, you can, there is an outlet over there at give, send, go. There's a link. So if you decide to great. But more importantly, what I ask you to do, share the show. I want this platform to grow because I want more people to get the word of God and to kind of understand what we have going on with the Assembly of States. And speaking of another shameless plug here, we're going to put in, um, again, the website for National Assembly, www.national-assembly.net. That's www.national-assembly.net. Uh, that is to help you get involved and figure out, you know, how do you get involved? in your state and county assembly like what 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 do i got to do well go over there get you know start poking around there is a phone call that we do every thursday at 9 p.m eastern time that's the national assembly call at 9 p.m eastern time that is tonight and you can get that information at national-assembly.net so there you go okay <clears throat> excuse me let me take a sip of my hot coffee my magnum coffee Mm, so good, so hot, and very, very bold. Kind of like me this morning. 
Okay. Well, like I said, and like I was saying in yesterday's broadcast, um, in yesterday's show, we have a lot of people who seem to be <clears throat> awakened, right? They seem to be awakened to a lot of the atrocities that are taking place around the world. And uh, especially when it comes to, you know, child sex slavery and human trafficking of women of all ages, right? Including men as well. Don't think men are excluded from that because there is labor human trafficking, right? We see it. Make no mistake, that exists. And human trafficking does not, you know, discriminate against race, religion, or sexuality or anything like that. It does not discriminate at, one, you know, for one bit. It will take anyone for any purpose and just think about this. You can reuse a man, woman, and child over and over again, as opposed to drugs that get smuggled into our country year after year. See, drugs can only be sold one time, as we all know. Once you use it, that's it. It's done. It's like drinking a beer. Once you drink a beer, that's it. You're done. You can't re-drink the same beer. But people can be resold and reused over and 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 over again. Did I re-mention over, re over, you know, over and over again and over again and again and again? Jason, you've said this now already now like a thousand times in 30 seconds. Yeah, I want to make a point. That's why it's such a multi-billion dollar company or, or industry, I should say, because they can reuse the same people over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's sick. See, people went to go see that movie. Um, sound of freedom right when it came out and i'll never forget so many people were so appalled about what they discovered and oh my gosh i can't believe that this is actually happening right but after they go see that movie and look I, i'm not trying to poke fun at people look it, it was the movie served a purpose now my thoughts and opinions on you know ballard and um jim caviezel you know i have reserved thoughts and opinions about those two individuals which i'm just going to keep silent at the moment but you know the movie certainly awakened people to what's actually happening but then here's what happens and then people leave the movie theater and they go about their regular everyday lives and they don't even really put much thought about what they saw and that is a very big problem in our country see people get exposed to this information but if it doesn't directly affect them they just go about you know, they're, they're happy little freaking lives and they go to work, they get back on that hamster wheel and they just forget what they saw. You know, they forget what they learned because again, if it doesn't affect them personally, then they don't see the need to have to take any action, right? You see, even though we haven't had anybody in our own family, thankfully, and hopefully never, but we never had anybody in our own family suffer human trafficking, at least not to my knowledge. And, and, but that doesn't stop me from not discussing this and getting this information out there, which is one of the biggest reasons why I'm getting involved with truckers against trafficking at my work and trying to head up this um, partnership at the company level and not to mention on a personal level, because I want to be a changing agent, hopefully for somebody else's life who might be a victim who is out there in the open, getting trafficked, maybe possibly at a gas station or a truck stop, right? And hopefully I can be the one man that can see the red flags when nobody else out of the hundred plus people at that truck stop is around them. I hope I can be the one that can see the red flags when nobody else can. And my prayer is the same can be said for you who is listening to this podcast.
you may not be directly affected or have family who is directly affected by human trafficking, but maybe you can spot the red flags and be a lifesaver to somebody else who is in this industry involuntarily. Now, all of that said, I want to share with you here for a moment that I witnessed at Hobby Lobby in my local area, in my freaking backyard, I've witnessed somebody following my wife and daughter. This was a couple years ago, but I've witnessed somebody following my wife and daughter, and it was a, a girl, because they the, these human traffickers, when they kidnap people, typically they work in pairs or more to spot what who they're going to take what cars are driving, stuff like that. But somebody was following my family in Hobby Lobby. And my wife noticed them. And everywhere my wife took my daughter, there is that girl standing in the same aisle, just a few feet away. Everywhere my wife went, this girl was at. Until I showed up, then she kind of made herself vanish. But then when we were at the checkout line paying for our stuff, we saw her looking at us, probably communicating with whoever outside may, that may have been waiting. Now, this happened two other times at a grocery store. Now, thankfully, my wife and daughter, or I should say my wife, has very a very keen sense of heightened awareness. And let me tell you something. She's a red-headed Irish girl. She's a feisty, feisty and spicy quesadilla. Let me tell you what. She will burn your butt. You try to mess with her. She will burn your butt. Especially if my daughter's around, she will kill you if you try to take her. And that, that is not a threat. That is an absolute promise. Anyone tries to threaten my daughter and my wife is around, Oh, believe me, buddy, my wife will, you don't even want to get on her bad side. Dude, you have no idea. My wife can be a vicious badger. Vicious. You mess with our daughter. There's something about a mother's vengeance when you try to mess with a child. There is something that a mother has in them. I don't care, men, what you say you will do. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't care what you think you would, you know, what you say you do. A mother, a protective mama bear, shoot. They can bring about hell in somebody's life in a matter of zero to a hundred in a matter of no time. than you or I will ever be able to do because when it comes to a mother's love and they're young, <laughs> Buddy, better watch out. But thankfully, my wife has a keen sense of awareness about what's going on around her at all times. And in the parking lot, when, you know, when she walks out, she parks strategically. So she has an exit plan in the event of an assault or a kidnapping. Like she has already an idea of what she's going to do next, even, you know, again, you know, in all situations. And again, <clears throat> We are not and have not been directly affected by human trafficking. I believe that we were targeted or she and her, you know, my daughter and her were targeted for a potential kidnapping without a shadow of a doubt. Three different times. No exaggeration. 
and possibly to probably get them into human trafficking. I don't know. And hopefully it never happens again. But I guarantee you it's in your backyard just as well as it's in my backyard. And Michigan is a freaking hotbed for human trafficking. It's probably it's been said that Michigan is the number one state in America for human trafficking, which wouldn't surprise me because we are a border state just like Florida, right? We are technically a peninsula and we are right there by Canada. We're surrounded by water. We're right underneath Canada. It's very easy. Well, an underneath slash next to, because, you know, you go to Detroit, you can get to Canada over there on the east side of the state. But bottom line is we are a border state. We are a peninsula. We are surrounded by water. There is many escape routes. It's been said that there are tunnels under the lakes, under the state that go to Five Finger Lakes. Again, I, I don't know that for fact, but that's what it's been said. It's in your backyard, too. Don't think it can't be in Kansas. Don't think it can't be in Utah or or Tennessee. Don't think it can't be in your backyard. It's everywhere, folks. So my hope and prayer going forward is to hopefully, I want to discuss this more in greater detail going forward, and maybe this is what God has planned here for this platform. But we need to be the change agents because enough is enough. Now, let's get into the reading of Job chapter 27. I'm reading from the 1599 Geneva Bible, and then we'll get into the second half of the show, uh, Truckers Against Trafficking here. Now, what we're going to be reading here is the uh, the constancy and the uh, perfectness of Job, right? And he discusses, this, this chapter discusses the rewards of wicked and the tyrant. So starting with verse 1. Moreover, Job proceeded and continued his parable saying, parable saying, The living God has taken away my judgment, for the Almighty has put my soul in bitterness. Yet so long as my breath is in me and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils, my lips surely shall speak no wickedness, and my tongue shall utter no deceit. God forbid that I should justify you until I die. I will never take away my innocency from myself. I will keep my righteousness and will not forsake it. My heart shall not reprove me of my days. My enemy shall be as the wicked and he that rises against me as the unrighteous. For what hope has the hypocrite when he has helped, excuse me, heaped up riches if God take away his soul? Will God hear his cry when trouble comes upon him? Will he set his delight on the Almighty? Will he call upon God at all times? I will teach you what is in the hand of God, and I will not conceal that which is with the Almighty. Behold, all of you yourselves have seen it. Why then do you thus vanish vanity? This is the portion of a wicked man with God and the heritage of tyrants, which they shall receive of the Almighty. If his children be in great number, the sword shall destroy them, and his posterity shall not be satisfied with bread. His remnant shall be buried in death, and his widows shall not weep. Though he shall heap up silver as the dust and prepare raiment as the clay, he may prepare it, but the just shall put it on, and the innocent shall divide the silver. He builds his house as the moth and as a lodge that the watchman makes. And when the rich man sleeps, he shall not be gathered to his fathers. They opened their eyes, and he was gone. Terrors shall take him as waters. And a storm 
shall carry him away by night. The east wind shall take him away, and he shall depart, and it shall hurl him out of his place. And God shall cast upon him and not spare, though he would fain flee out of his hand. And every man shall clap their hands at him and hiss at him out of their place. And that is the reading of Job chapter 27. Um, I'm not sure who this is, but uh, someone that has a telegram generated screening they said good morning jason so glad you are using your platform to make others aware of this demonic evil against our innocent children and young people well it's my pleasure and and i appreciate the um the the gratitude um but you know this really is god's platform um he started it that's why i make no reservations about putting the face of you know christ or at least what I, w- I have imagined in my mind what the face of Christ would look like on the logo because this really is Jesus's hard line. This is his hard line. And that's a hard line that nobody can cross again. That's why it's called his hard line, you know, and we just can't, we can't let evil prevail anymore. We can't, we can't be good men and women. We cannot be good men and women standing idle to let evil do whatever it pleases. We just can't do that. So I do appreciate that. And good morning, by the way. Um, But Job, being the righteous man that he is, was. And by the way, I do want to say good morning to everybody else. Excuse me. You know what? Let me just take a minute here. Like I said, I know the the show audience is going to be light today because I wasn't expecting to do a live show today. So I'm sure it throws a lot of people off. But Wanted to say good morning and see we have somebody here with the screen name Underdog Shoeshine Girl. Good morning. We got Nancy. Good morning, Nancy. A regular as always. Uh, we have um, April. Good morning. And uh, we got Mary. And I know Mary can't typically type because there's something with Podbean and doing. Um, she can listen live, but for some reason it doesn't allow people to chime in on the live chat. Um, so, but I know Mary and her husband Keith and their little dog Trixie. I know they're listening right now. So good morning, guys. I hope you are doing well up there in the UP, way up in northern Michigan. So good morning to all you guys. And anybody else that is coming in um, on the download side, good morning to all of you. Okay. So, and by the way, guys, if you guys are wondering who Trixie is, Trixie is the cutest little puppy. The cutest dog that you would ever see. It looks like a little miniature cow with the colors that 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 she has. Just the cutest little button of a dog. Um, so anyway, so Job's possessions, um, his health, right? Um, Job suffered an an, an an unimaginable loss, right? A loss that you and I probably will never ever fathom. His possessions, his health, even his family, it was all taken away from him, right? And in his distress, Job didn't waver in his commitment to righteousness. And he declared, and I quote, my lips surely shall speak no wickedness and my tongue shall utter no deceit, end quote. Now, Job's steadfastness is a testament to the strength of his faith and the constancy of his character. And Job's example challenges us to reflect on our own lives. So, you know, in times of difficulty and adversity, you know, the question lies, do we remain steadfast in our commitment to goodness and righteousness or do we compromise our values? Hmm? Do we compromise our values? 
See, Job's story encourages us to be unwavering in our faith, just as he was. And it is emphasized that the rewards of the wicked and tyrants are transient. And this concept is not only a spiritual truth, but it can also be seen reflected in the course of history. And in recent years, we've witnessed a significant shift in the political landscape where executive orders, okay, and I'm not trying to make this political, but you need to hear me out here. But, you know, we, we've seen a political shift in, in, in the landscape here where the executive orders that um, came from Commander-in-Chief Trump were put into place because these executive orders, for example, like 13818, 13848, among others, you know, these orders were aimed to address and rectify all the imbalances and injustices that had existed in our country for quite some time. And by taking away the wealth and assets from the unrighteous tyrants, not just in this country, but around the world, you know, these executive orders are bringing about justice and a distribution of those resources and power if we, the people, would just open up our eyes and our ears, right? And so just as Job's story teaches us that material wealth and power are transient, these actions remind us that even the most powerful individuals and entities are not immune to the consequences of their actions by God and by God's people. See, this passage from Job, it should encourage us to consider where true treasures lie. It points us toward virtues and relationships and our commitment to the, to, to the divine, right, as the enduring source of fulfillment and value. And this shift in power and resources, as seen in the executive orders, serves as a tangible example of how addressing systematic imbalances can lead to a more just and lawful society. Folks, this is why I press your involvement in getting into the General Journal Assembly in your local state and county. And in our modern world, where we are often influenced by the actions of political leaders and powerful figures, all right, presumably, we can find inspiration in Job's unwavering commitment to unrighteousness and the idea that ultimately justice prevails. It might take some time, but justice will prevail. Why? Because God's justice is always on time. It might not be in our time frame, but God's justice is always on time. And material wealth and power are fleeting. Make no mistake. But our commitment to do what is right and our dedication to the well-being of all can lead to a more legitimately harmonious and just society. So just as we contemplate the lessons from the book of Job, we can also draw parallels to recent events, reminding us that even in the face of great power, righteousness and justice will always find their place in the world. Make no mistake, folks. Make no mistake. And as we navigate these challenges in our own lives, we need to consider Job's unwavering commitment to righteousness, right? And the ultimate rewards of a virtuous life. Let us seek constancy in our faith. Let us remain resolute in our values and trust that God in his wisdom will guide us through the storms of life. And so in conclusion to all this, you know, the story of Job is a beacon of hope, as always, and a call to unwavering faith. In the face of suffering and adversity, we need to find inspiration in his constancy and perfectness as well. And may we be reminded that the rewards of the wicked are transient and while the rewards of the righteous endure for eternity. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get back to saying the prayer. I, I don't know how I was feeling about this. I'm going to get back to saying the prayer. Um, we're going to keep the uh, prayer at the end of the show. Don't ask me why I did it at the end. I, I, in fact, I know why I did it. Um, 
it, it was it was I'm trying to anyway, I'm not going to go into explaining it, but we're going to we're going to say keep the prayer for the end of the show. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick little break. I will be right back and um, we'll get right into the second half of the show. Truckers against traffic. I got some audio pieces that we're going to play here. So this is episode 627. This is the part B, the second half of the show, Truckers Against Trafficking. On this wonderful Thursday, November 2nd, 2023, 2023. So I hope everybody is having a good morning so far or good evening if you're on the other side of the world for that matter. And um, yeah, we're going to cover some pretty heavy topics going forward on this show. not to say that there isn't other important topics out there, but look, I got to keep remaining true to the purpose of this podcast. That's to get God's word out there first. That's number one. And number two, to discuss the importance of family, right? And, um, and, and the importance of the reassembly of states, right? But we, we have to, just like the Bible tells us, right? We need to be a voice for the voiceless. Well, who are the voiceless? The voiceless are the children, the widows, the elderly, the the weak, right? The afflicted. The people who have a hard time standing up for themselves. We have to be the watchers on the wall. We have to be the change agents in our world for the better. You see, just because we don't see these victims in trafficking, just because we do not see these victims out in the open, does not mean they don't exist. See, they might ex- that you might see them in the grocery store. You might see them at a gas station, like I said. You might not even know it. You might not even know it. I see my lovely, beautiful wife just popped in the chat. Good morning, babe. Good morning, good morning, good morning. But you might not see these people out in the open because maybe you don't know what to look for. And that is what my goal is here. And I'm so glad that my company, that the company that I work for is getting involved with this because then they train us up a little bit more formally on what to look for. But I'm going to be covering this topic in great length because we cannot forget the unseen victims. Again, what what if this was your daughter or, or son or your wife or niece or your daughter's best friend next door? Like, what, what if this was somebody you knew? 
Just because you haven't been affected by it directly doesn't mean that we can't be change agents and be aware of what's going on and try to be a, 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 a hero to somebody else. Not for the sake of being a hero, but being a hero for someone who needs to get taken out of that industry and returned back to their home where they were taken away from. Yeah, my wife just put in here, typically it's a trusted family member or a friend or someone you know. But modern day slavery and human trafficking, it persists wherever people are bought and sold for forced labor or commercial sex, or in, in some cases, the adrenochrome harvesting that we are all aware and awakened to. And it is a shocking reality that there are over 50 million slaves plus around the world today. This is a dark and heinous crime that knows no boundaries. And as human trafficking has been reported in all 50 states of the United States, by the way, and across the globe, right? The number of victims in the U.S. alone is estimated in the hundreds of thousands, possibly even millions, but hundreds of thousands without a doubt. And this underground industry thrives with traffickers recruiting their victims from various sources, including schools, online through social media, shopping malls on the streets, uh, you know, in many other locations. It's alarming. It's alarming to note that a significant percentage of those trafficked are women and men or women and children often exploited within the sex industry. And furthermore, there are even more sinister aspects such as reports of, again, like I said, adrenochrome harvesting, which is a shocking reality that some may not even be aware of, but some are. And, and people, the people that are prostituted openly on the streets, okay, may not really be prostitutes, okay? They're forced into that. And it may not even be on the streets. It even happens in private homes, ladies and gentlemen. It could be happening next door to you for all you know. And yes, it can be hidden in plain sight within a legitimate business, you know, or businesses like restaurants and truck stops and motels and hotels. It's crucial that we identify and rescue these victims from the clutches of their oppressors. And that's where organizations like Truckers Against Trafficking, also known as TAT, come into play. See, Truckers Against Trafficking recognizes that individuals working in the trucking, bus, and energy industries are pivotal in the fight against human trafficking, right? And because as we travel, like myself, we travel these nation's highways, we become the eyes and ears and the knights of the road, if you will. Uniquely, we are positioned to make a difference and close the loopholes that traffickers exploit while our tran- you know, within our transportation system, we're in the truck stops, we, especially uh, me with my job, right? I'm a fuel hauler. I'm in and out of truck stops, gas stations, rest areas. I'm up and down the highways of Michigan all over from Detroit to the west side of Michigan, all the way up to, you know, the northern tip of Michigan, all the way down to South Bend, Indiana and Samaria on the southeast corner of the state and everywhere in between Kalamazoo, Jackson, Lansing, Mount Pleasant, Traverse City. Petoskey, we're everywhere, baby. We are everywhere. 
and we are going to make sure Michigan drops out of the top three for human trafficking and falls to the lower three. If I have anything to do with it. And yeah, like April even says right here, yet some parents are even involved in the trafficking of their own children. That's right. And it's such a shame. I don't even understand what kind of monster-like mentality you have to have in order to do something like that with your own children. My God, I'd rather be broke, poor, homeless, and, and cast out on the streets before I ever do something like that. People are monsters. But here's the important part that I want all of you to recognize. Because I know a lot of you that listen to this show, you're not truckers. I understand that. But you don't have to be a trucker to be part of this movement. You don't need to drive a big rig down to understand what the trafficking victim might look like. Trafficking is happening right under our noses, and we often fail to recognize it. We all stop at gas stations. We all go grocery shopping. We're all at restaurants regularly. We're all pumping gas in our cars, right? And we're if we're traveling, we're always at rest areas taking restroom breaks. These places can be hubs for trafficking activities. So again, you don't have to be a trucker, ladies and gentlemen. Traffickers are chameleons. They're skilled in brainwashing their victims and instilling fear, making it difficult for them to speak out, especially when in public and around law enforcement. This is why tra truckers against trafficking exist, to empower you to spot the red flags and take action. Now, we're going to continue to delve into this topic extensively into the future with many, many shows coming up. And the urgency to eradicate human trafficking and rescue its victims compels us to, to keep talking about it. We cannot allow the unseen to be forgotten. Let me repeat that statement. We cannot allow the unseen to be forgotten. Again, what if these victims were your own family? What if it was your wife or daughter, your niece? Let's remember the unseen and keep this conversation going and recognize the red flags so we can rescue them. Here's the first audio piece um, from the Truckers Against Trafficking website. Uh, it's about six minutes long. I've got two other pieces I'm going to play here. Uh, so cut one. Bring this up. Play. I finished up night deliveries early in the morning. Ended up finding a truck stop about 40 miles outside of Richmond, Virginia to take my 10 hour break. So I was filling out my paperwork and two slats over there was an RV. This one was back in a truck lot and it didn't look typical. It was kind of beat up, had black curtains. I saw a middle-aged man walk out and knock on the door. Well, the door opens, he goes in and I'm still filling my paperwork out. And I looked over and I saw what looked to me to be a young girl look out. And then she vanished. Like she was pulled away from the window and the curtain was pushed back over. And I thought, you know, this is a bad situation here. Nothing was reminding me of what a family situation would be. And I thought about it another couple of minutes. And I said, you know, this could be something pretty ominous. And so I just got the smartphone out, gave him a call and told him where I was and what I thought might be going on. And not five minutes later, two sheriff vehicles and two state troopers pulled in. And from there, kind of unwound. 
I feel real good about being able to put two people in prison that don't need to be out floating around. You know, traffickers have done an amazing job convincing us that she's just a prostitute and that we should just turn and look the other way. And this is a really highly effective business model for them, isn't it? Because we're all looking away and they are effectively, they and the buyers are effectively raping America's women and children and making a ton of money while doing it. And they've also convinced us that this problem is too big, too dark and too heavy for us to do anything about it. But they are wrong. If traffickers count on our ignorance and our apathy, that nobody knows and nobody cares enough to do anything about this, then we must know and we must care. And time and time again, history has borne this out. History has shown that when good men and good women do care and do know and get involved, they can actually change a person's life. Truckers Against Trafficking is like the glue that's going to bond the industry. You guys are the ones that are putting out the materials, you're putting out all the information. Everybody's got smartphones now, everybody's on Facebook. I mean, the, just a sheer barrage of the information has done nothing but good. When they go through the orientation, they see the video, they get the decals, they also get the wallet cards. And the wallet cards is just a simple way to refresh your memory about what it is that's going on out there. If you see certain traits, this is the number to call. You know, at the end of the day, you get your load there, you get it there safe, you get it delivered on time, and maybe you save somebody's life. What I've learned is human trafficking is a huge problem. You know, and now I have an understanding there's an oppressor, there's the oppressed, and they're not doing this to make money for college or whatever your thought might be. They're doing this to stay alive because there's somebody on the other end of it forcing it. That's the power of the trucking industry. That's the power of someone who has the courage to take a second look. And that's what trucking is able to do. That's what taxi drivers or bus drivers or law enforcement personnel or hotel workers, whoever you may be, wherever you are, if you take that second look, then what you're able to do by getting involved is you are effectively helping to change a life. And that's what we're asking for. You know, Kevin Kimmel had the courage to look again. Kevin Kimmel recognized, you know what? There's something not right. And he had the courage to make a call and get involved. And now he's helped unlock her pathway back to freedom. No matter what it may look like on the outside, no matter what it may seem like that moment in that parking lot or wherever you may be, that person is a human being. She's so much more. She is not just a victim in that moment, but she is a survivor. She is an overcomer. She is somebody that has a future. And we need the courage to look again. We need the courage to see that our actions in this moment will unlock the path to her freedom. Well, I got a call from the state police. They wanted to know if I could release my phone number to her. And I said, yeah, that'd be fine. I think she was still in the hospital. And she told me how much she appreciated it. And she said something to the regards of a guardian angel. And it's like, no, that's not the case. You know, uh, I just made a phone call and I'm glad I could help you. And, and I hope you go on and have a health, you know, a healthy and happy life.
try to put this thing behind you. We need to get back to a place where if somebody is in need, that we step up to it. There's a lot of things in life that aren't so obvious. This isn't one of them. Yep. My name is Kevin Kimmel, and I'm a trucker against trafficking. Everyone can be a change agent. You don't have to be a trucker. Everyone can be a change agent. Now, let me just say this. If you suspect human trafficking, I'm going to put this number back down out there, but if you suspect human trafficking is taking place in your local community or you have an emergency, not only should you call law enforcement, but you can also call, okay, because if it's a real big emergency, definitely call 911. But definitely call the National Human Trafficking Hotline immediately, which is 1-888-373-7888. Again, it's 888-3737-888. So you got three eights in the beginning, three eights at the end, and in the middle, 3737. 1-888-3737-888. To report what you know or, you know, what you think you might know. But you don't need to wait. Don't wait. Because you could save a life. It's Listen, it's better to be wrong about a situation than to not call for fear of not knowing what you were seeing as human trafficking. So even if you are in doubt, still call. Because if you have a strange feeling in your gut about something and it feels wrong and what you're witnessing, still call. It doesn't matter. I know. I was thinking about that same thing, uh, babe. My wife was putting here. I wish I would have had that number back with that girl in Hobby Lobby. I was just sharing that story. Um, she only called the non-emergency number. But, you know, because here's what this number does, folks. Okay. This number, when you report it and other people start reporting it. Now, again, they usually can, you know, get people to, um, you know, if you call that number and something's happening right before your eyes, they usually are pretty quick to respond to get local law enforcement in your area very quickly. But if nothing else, too, um, if for whatever reason, like the situation evades you and you're, you're no longer, you know, in vision of what might be happening in front of you, um, they keep this data on a database because they they can see, okay, we've had eight different response, you know, reports in this area. We need to really uh, keep an eye out for this vehicle or for this person that looks like this or whatever. Okay. Um, it's very important you call no matter what. It's always important that you call. Always. Again, that number is 888-3737-888. Report what you know or what you think you're seeing. Wow, that is awesome. April right here in the chat says, we actually had a local child return to his family after five years of being abducted. Freaking thank God. Wow. Wow. You know, there's a girl in our church who just did a video testimony that was played in front of the church. Um, I'm going to keep her name nameless, but um, um, what do I want to say here? She, 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 she was trafficked by her friend and her friend's mom. Again, was trafficked by friend and a friend's mom. Now, 
Let me see here. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just like reading stuff here on the chat. All right. Now, the next thing I'm going to play. So yesterday I played an audio at the end of the show, which is a prelude to what I was going to play today. I'm going to play that again. So listen to this again. Back to familial trafficking. The house that I grew up in was in a middle to upper class neighborhood in a smaller sized town that looked picturesque like it would be on a postcard, old Victorian homes and places that you would visit and take pictures of and brag about to your friends. But what they didn't know is that if you walked inside of my home, it was anything but a postcard. I was trafficked by my mom from ages six to 18. My mom was a nurse who helped everyone else, but she never helped me. Wow, that's so sad. My mom was a nurse who helped everyone else, but never helped me. That's heartbreaking to hear. That is heartbreaking to hear. Now, here's the actual story from that girl. Let's let's cut to cut three here. You start to think about, yeah, all of those potential opportunities that you may have intersecting with victims of this crime. And I think that's such the beauty of Tat's work is empowering. And I use this term really with love, but everyday people, all of us, right? Everyday people to be a part of something that truly is changing and saving lives. And I think that that's so exciting. So Liz, we are so grateful to have you um, on our team and using your voice and leading really with this new video. And you have a very unique perspective on how people in the moving and storage industry may intersect with the issue of human trafficking. And um, we've heard a little bit about that at the very beginning in the opening of this episode, but can you please? So let me just share this real quick. So it doesn't matter. Again, you don't have to be a trucker. If you are a furniture delivery uh, man or woman, or if you do work in and out of people's homes, whether if you're an electrician, a plumber, you're a, a, a repairman of any degree, um, or you just you do home visits for whatever reason, right? What maybe you're an appraiser or a real estate agent. It doesn't matter what you are. If you're in and out of people's homes on a regular basis due to the nature of your job, okay, this goes out to you. Okay, this also goes out to you. All right. Um, it, this, this is not just a trucker thing, just FYI, continuing. Share with our listeners today a little bit more about your story. Thanks so much, Laura. I'd love to share a little bit more of my story. So I was trafficked from six to 23 and my first trafficker was actually my mom. I think it's hugely important that people in the moving and storage industry learn about human trafficking because perhaps if someone had come into my home as a child, my story could have ended so much sooner. Yeah, you absolutely are helping to open eyes, help people understand, like you're saying, things that might be right in front of them. You you went to school, you were um, a part of your community, and yet at home, your life was so, so different. And, you know, there were not a lot of people that maybe could have seen those red flags and seen the things that were potentially going on. 
especially as it relates to being in the home. We're going to get into this conversation a little bit further, but I think it's obviously so important to equip folks that are very likely in the right place at the right time to know what they're looking for. So Jeff, I know that it was a clip of Liz sharing part of her story at your Atlas convention last year that really motivated people, the agents and other folks in corporate to get involved further and in a way that we just hadn't seen previously. Why do you think an awareness tool like this video that is specific to movers and those in and out of home? So we're talking, you know, not just folks in moving and storage, but bulky goods, delivery, exercise equipment, furniture. You know, we're even hoping that folks maybe like cable guys or just other professionals, plumbers. I mean, we're not expecting that all these trades are going to pick this film up. But the point is, anybody that's going into a home has the opportunity to see red flags. And so um, from your perspective, why this new training is just so important for members of your industry? Well, I think you kind of answered that yourself because it hits straight to our industry. We're in people's houses every every day where we've got a view. I mean, you've got the the type of things you've shared with us in the past as far as what you'd see on the road if you're, you're a trucker, but that's just a small element of these people's lives. If you're able to see what's behind the curtain of, of their house and, and see the red flags, that's, that's something you don't see when someone who's being trafficked or the trafficker themselves are out in public and they got their public persona on. I, I think that's why it resonated so much with Atlas this time and that specific video was that it was Liz's story spoke right to something that we as an industry could have done something about if we'd been aware of it there at the time and, and trained. I mean, it's within our control to, uh, to be able to help with the right knowledge. That is so hitting on the point. Exactly. With the right knowledge, with the right tools, right? And I know, Liz, in the film, you say those words. We just need to get people educated. You don't hold it against the folks that came in and, and may not have had an understanding. But the point is the opportunity exists. And when those folks are in the right place at the right time, they know what they should be looking for. They have the opportunity to, to step in and potentially change the course of someone's lives. Liz, can you walk us through some of those um, in-home red flags? So when moving companies came into my home, which did occasionally happen, they would have seen displays of pornography that were really out there and in your face, where it was played on TVs as you entered the house. They would have noticed um, increased security, cameras, locked doors that uh, don't seem to make sense. They would have noticed that there was camera equipment throughout my bedroom. And when you walked into the bathroom adjoining my room, there was condom wrappers, fresh condoms for people who needed them. They would have noticed um, different type of enhancement drugs. And of course, my little girl toothbrush with my sparkly toothpaste. None of it made sense and people should have noticed, but unfortunately they didn't, or I don't know that they felt comfortable enough to speak up. Well, and I think, you know, so many red flags. You pointed out some of the the most obvious and main ones, and I know we're going to get into a few more. And so please know that we have lists of these red flags, uh, both for our, our movers tip sheet and our in-home delivery personnel tip sheet that are downloadable, able for you to refer back to. All of these red flags are also available on our app, which I'm going to remind you about later as well. But, you know, I think one of the main things, and we touch on this in the new film, is any one of these red flags, okay, it, it may not mean 
human trafficking. But if you start to see two or three or four, or there are multiple situations or alarms, you know, you're witnessing some of these red flags we've talked about and something just isn't right. That is a great indication that you can and should take action. And so what, of course, we are encouraging folks to do, obviously, if it is an emergency situation, you know, please dial 911 immediately, right? But if you're not sure, wait until you are in the safety and anonymity of your vehicle outside or pull around the block or whatever it's going to be, but immediately make a call to the National Human Trafficking Hotline or to local law enforcement and report what you have seen. Tell the operator of the hotline or tell the law enforcement professional, um, the dispatcher, you know, what you've seen, why you think it may be trafficking, all of those red flags of all of the information that law enforcement would need to activate. So date and location and description of people and all of those things, but don't wait to make that call. We also need to remind folks, van operators and others in and out of homes, we're not asking you to intervene, right, to save someone's life. That's it's not only not safe for you, it's potentially not safe for that victim. And all we're asking is for you to make an anonymous phone call, for you to be aware of these red flags, to know what to do if and when you see them. And so one of the other things I wanted to mention, you know, Liz, you, you talk about your experience as a, a victim of sex trafficking. But we also know that movers and in-home delivery professionals may potentially be in and out of homes and even businesses where there may be labor trafficking victims that are being held. And so I wondered, Liz, if you could walk us through some of the red flags in and out of different locations. So when it comes to labor trafficking, some potential red flags could be that they have a bedroom or an area that's separate from the rest of the home that looks different than the rest of the home. So maybe they don't have any personal effects inside their bedroom. Maybe it's just a mattress. Maybe they're living out of their suitcase and they just seem like a permanent guest. Is there a mattress on the floor? Are there multiple people living in that same room? Do you see any excessive security in the home? Again, that's out of place or doesn't seem normal. Does the bedroom or a part of the home have a lock on the outside of the door rather than inside? Things like that. Yeah, I think also the the potential holding of documents, of uh, other clothing, that maybe the trafficker was forcing um, his or her victims to wear when they were uh, put out and all of that sort of control potentially being localized or centralized in the house. All of these, again, are red flags that can be found on our tip sheet for movers and in-home delivery professionals and also our app. As I mentioned, please download that if you haven't. You can just search Truckers Against Trafficking on any app platform. Download that free app to have red flags at your fingertips to go through case studies and so much more. So please. Yeah. So there is an app. You can go to your app store, just type in truckers against trafficking. Again, you don't have to be a trucker, but it does have a lot of resources that are good for all people. Um, The reason again, truckers against trafficking, why it's called as because we are the eyes and ears of the road. We see more than the average man or woman, even more than law enforcement, even law enforcement. We got to listen. I listen to every audio, every podcast, every video that truckers against trafficking has to offer on their website. I did a deep dive on this this week and oh my gosh, there is so much that needs to be learned and needs to be put out there. So my goal here is over time is to put this information out to the public purview to you guys, even in our little sliver of our community here. We may not be a Joe Rogan size type of podcast, but you know what? 
the few more of you that know what's going on and what to look for, the better, because then maybe you can push this information out to other people. Again, we need to do God's work. We need to protect every man, woman, and child, but especially our children, because again, like the Bible says, those who make our little ones fall, let a millstone be cast around their neck and, and sunk to the deepest seas. Okay, obviously I'm paraphrasing here, but our children cannot be taken. Our children cannot be, our children must be protected, bottom line. Now, what do you want, what could you look for? So we're going to cover this vaguely, you know, briefly, some of the things that you can look for. Um, But if you're out and about, right, and you see somebody, okay, they might have a lack of knowledge of their whereabouts, right? They may not even have control of their ID. Um, they might appear to be restricted in their communication or, com- you know, controlled communication, right? They might not be able to, uh, be allowed to be, you know, speak for themselves. Um, for those that are in the truck, listen to chatter over the CB for commercial company. Okay. Or flashing light signaling by your location. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you're in a neighborhood. Okay, this speaks to everybody. If you're in a neighborhood or in a residential area or business area for that matter, but if you're in a residential area, all right, look for areas that have lots of different, lots of traffic, different cars, and typically men coming in and out of one particular residence or business. Uh, you can look for extreme security measures like we were just hearing on the video, right, on the, on the audio, extreme security measures on homes and businesses that appear out of place. Um, look for barred or covered windows, barbed wire, exterior cameras covering multiple angles. Okay, look, it's not the Federal Reserve or it's not a bank or it's, you know, not someplace that has a, a ton of gold or silver stored up. If it doesn't look like something that would, you know, protect, you know, either top se- secret stuff like a military installation or, or you know, gold, silver, whatever, it, typically having a ton of cameras is probably a red flag covering multiple angles, right? they're probably not they're probably not protecting a, a two billion dollar you know worth you know two million dollar diamond look for locked front doors and entrances in an alley if you're in like a in a city area you know so if your job again if your job takes you inside a place of business keep an eye out for workers who appear to live there that's another big thing. If you approach a residence or a business, pay attention to what you're hearing. Is there any shouting taking place? Are threats being made? Do you hear anyone asking for help? Pay attention to any potential victims that may be visible. Do you see anyone who looks distressed or upset or crying or fearful? I mean, you got to you got to look for these things. So we're going to be covering this more in greater detail, um but you know, obviously for the sake of time, um, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to close out the show in prayer. Uh, my wife was just saying all over the world, unfortunately, it's a bigger, you know, it's, it's bigger in the U S and more than most are aware of. Um, it's all about money. Sometimes those that are, uh, that are, um, traffic don't even do anything to those they take. Wait, excuse me. Sometimes those that also traffic don't even do anything to those they take. They immediately sell them. That's right. You can sell a child over and over again. Drugs you can only sell once. And that's exactly the point that I was making at the beginning of the show. Drugs are sold once. People can be trafficked and sold over and over again. It's a sick, sick industry. 
Um, let me see if I can play this last audio. I'm not sure because I don't have Facebook. So the girl I was telling you about in our church, her name is Amber. Let's see if I can play it. Hold on. See if it'll let me play. So far, hold on. Will you let me play? Yeah, it will. Okay. Hi, my name's Amber. Now, oh, sorry, crap. I just, I got to replay that again. This girl, Amber, she attends our church. That That's what I'm playing here, just FYI. Hi, my name's Amber, and I found Jesus at Port City Church. Childhood. I kind of had a rough start. By the age of 15, I was sex trafficked by my friend and her mother. I was introduced to pimps, gangs, prostitution, uh, drugs. I have been nearly almost killed several times and only survived by God's grace. I thought that I knew what low was until last year when I lost my dad and then I lost my fiance that June uh, due to drug overdose. I felt as if I was drowning and nobody could hear me crying out for help. My family couldn't help me, my friends couldn't help me. I couldn't even help myself at that point. Doctors, nothing was working. And April 16th, I woke up as if there was a man in my room saying, get up, Amber, it is time to come home. Um, April 16th was the first day that I walked into Port City Church. I sat in my chair and I just cried and I just um, was overwhelmed by his love and his spirit and um, forgiveness. And he filled a void that I didn't know that I had. Um, I was immediately greeted by Becky and she said oh we're just so happy you're here and i remember thinking to myself you know like i'm sure she says this to everybody who am i you know and little did i know i would come back that following sunday and it was immediately greeted by becky and but she called me by name she said amber we're just so happy you're here and i wanted to cry because that was god's way of confirming you know i was home my life has just changed tremendously um the last six months he has moved mountains he has brought me to church my children um, my children's friends people have gotten saved um, i've gotten baptized my sister got baptized my daughter got baptized we have just grown so much due to our city church and um God has just came into our lives and just completely done a number on us. And I can't thank the city enough um, for bringing God into my life the way he is now. He has really broke the chains and I'm now free. Because I found freedom, I want everyone to experience the love and mercy and grace that God has shown me. Wow. And that would be, like I said, that would be, um, her name is Amber. She is a member of our church, uh, the church that we just started going to. Um, and I tell you what, what an excellent, what an excellent story. Um, sad story, but it, it has a happy ending because she found Christ. She found Jesus. She found a home at Port City Church, which is here in Muskegon County. Uh, they have two campuses. It's a great church. My neighbor plays drums for them. They're ab absolutely an epic church. Um, 
and Apollo, who is our, uh, who's the pastor for the one that we typically go to, he came from Kansas City, from Life Church, um, I believe, or Life Ministries or whatever it is. It's one of those big ones that are like huge, 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 huge. He thought he was going to retire from there. But God called him up here. <clears throat> God called him up here. There's a reason for that. Again, Michigan is a very special place. Michigan is a very special state. And I'm not saying that your state's not special. Every state obviously is special in its own right. Michigan to me and my family, it's very special. And look, I lived in a lot of places across this country. I've traveled to a lot of places across this country. Michigan is a very special state. And there is a lot of trafficking. It is a top three, number one trafficked you know, state in the US. It, some have said it is number one, but uh, it definitely ranks in the top three. And there's probably a reason why we're here. And that is to help combat this by trying to get this truckers against trafficking information out there, but also by reassembly, okay? Reassembling, because it is our politicians in D.C. and on the state level and the de facto who have committed these crimes, these atrocious crimes against humanity and who participate in this human trafficking, who are buyers and or traffickers, and they make money on the back end from all of this. These are the people we need to put away for life and send to Gitmo and get them hung. Again, if you suspect trafficking is taking place or you have an emergency, please call local law enforcement or and or the National Human Trafficking Hotline, which is 888-3737-888. Should be very easy to remember when you hear it like that. 888 3737 888. One more time. 888 3737 888. It's like a little jingle. They probably designed it that way for a reason. So it's easy to remember. 888 3737 888. All kidding aside, though, save it in your phone. Trafficking hotline. National Trafficking, Human Trafficking Hotline. Again, it's better to be wrong about a situation than not call for fear of not knowing if you were right about the situation you are witnessing. Or if you have doubt, still call. So, we're going to cover this more at great length as we go forward in the future shows. Hold on one second. So we're going to end this in prayer and we will, um, let's see, tomorrow's Friday. I'm just going to do a recording drop tomorrow. It's not going to be anything extensive, but I'm going to do a recording drop tomorrow. Probably more than likely just a, just a Bible reading. It's not, I'm not going to have anything. I'm going to discuss a great detail tomorrow. Uh, Saturday will be a no podcast Saturday. I have a lot of stuff I need to take care of. Um, it, you know, got some pressing business to take care of on Saturday and, um, I'm off on Sunday. So I'll be back on the air probably Sunday evening to do, uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a live or a recording drop. We'll see, see, we'll see how I feel. I'm not sure, but I want to kind of enjoy, um, some family haven't seen or hung out with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and my nieces and nephews for quite some time, had a nephew that just had a birthday. So I'm going to be, uh, enjoying some family time on Saturday. So, um, Oh, that's right. My wife has a Bible study on Sunday from 6 
to seven. So I will probably do a live show from six to seven in that time frame as well. So it'll be like an hour earlier on Sunday. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, that's what, that's what it'll be. It'll be an hour earlier. <laughs> it'll be an hour earlier. My wife is doing her first Bible study. So folks, if you can keep her in her prayers, she's got more people participating that want to get involved um, in our home Bible study than she's even realized. She's got eight people uh, signed up, ready to come. And she's like freaking out, <laughs> but it's a good thing. Uh, people that she didn't even think would actually want to come people that want to turn their life over to Christ. That's really good. I think that's excellent. So um, let's, Let's say a prayer. So, Heavenly Father, heavy topic. It's a heavy topic, Father. Um, As we gather in your presence, we are reminded of the lessons that we have learned, not just from the book of Job, where we see consequences of the wickedness, but where we see the rewards of the righteous. And we come before you with open hearts, seeking your guidance and grace, and we lift up uh, we lift up in prayer those who have stayed uh, astrayed from the path of uh, righteousness. And we ask that you touch their hearts and lead them back to your love, your loving embrace. And, and we ask that you help us find the strength to turn away from their wicked ways um, and dedicate their lives to you using their time, their talents, and their treasures for the greater good. Father, we also bring before you a, a grave concern that burdens our hearts, which um <clears throat> which is the, the 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 concern of the human trafficking. We pray for all those that are victims of human trafficking around the world and in this country and in our own backyards. These innocent souls are subjected in, you know, un- to unimaginable suffering and pain. We pray for their soul safe return and for their restoration so that they may be free to live their lives in peace and dignity. And we ask for your, your divine intervention to protect those who are vulnerable and to bring those responsible for those heinous crimes to justice. And may we, as a global community, unite in our efforts to eradicate this evil from our midst. Lord, we trust in your infinite compassion and mercy. We believe that your that through your um, our collective prayers and actions, hearts can be changed and justice can be served. And, and we pray for a world where your love and righteousness prevail and where all individuals, men and women and children, can live in freedom and peace. And we also pray for my wife and her women's Bible study that she is going to be doing, first one on Sunday. Please let the Holy Spirit work through her as well as everybody else that's going to be participating. Um, Speak through her to speak to those women the way you need. And let this grow. Who knows where it's going to go, but we we thank you for using us as tools in your tool belt to, to help fix a broken world. And we offer this prayer with faith and hope, trusting that with your guidance, even the darkest of paths can be illuminated by your grace only. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So, that is all we have for today on today's live broadcast here at his hard line remember i do have a website i have to update it as i kind of evolve i've been kind of lazy on the website i'm going to be working on it a little bit off and on today as today kind of is going to be just kind of a chillax relaxing day i'm going to play in the snow with my kid or uh, outside today and uh, maybe build a snowman i don't know but um, i'm going to work on the website a little bit um, try to update it i'm going to try to you know but anyway that's his hardline.com and there is a give, send, go. If you feel inclined to uh, donate to our work, you will never hear me. Uh, you will never hear advertising or commercials over here. I'm not going to do any of that nonsense. I refuse to do all of that. Okay. Um, eventually, I know I keep saying this, but um, 
I want to, I'm trying to find a good provider uh, that is not going to be so expensive, but I want to get some, his hardline shirts made up. So at least you can buy some shirts. You know, I'm not trying to be rich off of it, but at least get the name out there, maybe make a couple bucks to support the show so we can keep, you know, in, in expanding our studio, uh, upgrading our equipment as needed. Right. Or if something breaks or whatever like that, again, I don't need to be, I don't need to make money off this show. I have a job that allows me to make a very healthy income. So, um, but it is uh, give, send, go is on his Don't forget the national uh, assembly website. That's national assembly.net. That's www.national assembly.net. And then also don't forget um, there is the tat website, truckers against trafficking. That's truckers against trafficking.org Tra- uh, truckers against trafficking.org. And I posted that link on my uh, telegram page. And yes, I will do the same for true social. Um, remember, those are the only two platforms that I'm on. I'm not on Twitter. I mean, I, I am, I guess, in a degree to a degree. I do have an account over there, but I'm mostly active on True Social and Telegram, mostly Telegram. But anyway, I might start getting active on X, formerly known as Twitter. So we'll see. And yeah, Nancy says National Assembly Education Call tonight. You can get that information, that co- free conference call number on national-assembly.net. So go check it out. 9 p.m. is the educational call tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. Thank you for being a part of this community and keep spreading the word. Show show people this platform. So you guys are going to enjoy listening to Jason, okay? Go listen to His Hardline. He speaks about a lot of things that most people don't cover on a regular basis. He talks about the reassembly of states. He's covering, you know, what we can look for when it comes to human trafficking, how we can combat that in our own local communities. He talks about God. He reads full chapters at the beginning of a show of the Bible. So if you have God-fearing people in your circles, draw them over to this platform. Even if they're not God-fearing, draw them to this platform anyway. Maybe they might be involved. Who knows? So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a blessed weekend. Have a blessed rest of your week, I should say, and then a blessed weekend when it comes about. Remember, eyes on God. Have Christ in your heart. Have no fear. The Bible does say over 365 times, fear not. There is a reason for that because fear is a motivator to do stupid things. Do not fear, ladies and gentlemen. God is in control. I hope you all have a great day, great night, wherever you're in the world. God bless. Remember this. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right and they know what is right but they don't have the courage or the guts or the stamina to take it and to do it it's called the road less traveled What imprint will you leave in the sands of history? What will future Americans say we did in our brief time right here on Earth?
My administration is 100% committed to eradicating human trafficking from the earth. This form of modern-day slavery here in the United States and all around the world. We are dismantling the criminal organizations that make large-scale human trafficking possible. We will not rest until we've stopped every last human trafficker and liberated every last survivor. replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. There is nothing the political establishment will not do, no lie that they won't tell, to hold their prestige and power at your expense. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. Whether we are black or brown or white, we all bleed the same red blood of patriots. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will be protected by God. Did we challenge accepted wisdom and take on established systems? I think I did, but we all did. And we're all doing it. Or did we just go along with convention, swim downstream so easily with the current, and just give in because it was the easy way, it was the traditional way, or it was the accepted way. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. 
And as long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come. I can promise you that. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line. They've crossed the line way too many times, and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show. Get to check out the website www.hisheartline.com and if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly go to www.national-assembly.net that's www.national-assembly.net it's time to get active ladies and gentlemen let's go
Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Live. We'll see you back here next time.